0: Okay, finally got out. I've been sitting in the yard since 6 o'clock this morning, waiting on a load. They just sent another team out at 4. I just left the yard now at 10, so the other team left at 4, so they're 6 hours ahead of me. i got to pass them. I know those guys. They're kind of slow. So when I talk to that guy, he's like, oh, did you guys get out yet? I'm like, "Nope, still sitting here. We're going to be here for a while. You better believe I want to pass those guys, because whoever gets there first gets a load home gets their second, might be going to the hotel, and I don't do hotels very well, because I don't like hotels. I know that sounds crazy, you know, all the people that are like, oh my god, you get to go to a hotel. No, I don't want to go to the hotel, I want to go home. So, I was, that was kind of pissed off that they dispatched a, I'm on a bid, I leave out it this Friday, every Friday at seven in the morning. The guys they sent out, and they're a wheel team which means they can get called out for whatever's available they sent those guys out just before we were supposed to leave they shouldn't have done that yeah they should have saved that freight for us and then gave those guys the freight when this one was available so I got those two guys in front of me by five and a half six hours and then I get another group I, I get the other two guys right behind me by three hours those guys are really fast if both groups pass me I'm screwed Hopefully we won't have any problems, breakdowns, whatever. It's 10 degrees. It is freaking cold. Yes, Chicago is cold. And it's a little windy. So I'm loaded up. I'm headed down south. I'm on the 55 or 57. Trip this week is going to be 57 to 55. Or 57 to 70. 70 to 55. 55 to to the loop around St. Louis, which is the 270. Uh, to the 44, then the 44 south, or west I should say, the 44 west, to the 40, and then the 40 out to the 15, and then the 15 down, and then I'll be in Southern California. Even numbered interstates go east and west, odd numbered interstates always go north and south. That's how, that's how you remember that, they don't always go directly east and west, they don't always go north and south, but for the most part they end up that way. So even east and west, oh, the light's broken, damn it, and then the odd numbers go uh, north and south, just remember that, Yeah, that's the easiest, you know, that's how, that's how you can figure out which way you're going, what you're going, so anyway, I'm going to go, and I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. down in the laundry room doing laundry and we have a free table down there you know people put their shit they want to throw up. so there was a couple of books there's always books i always look at the books so the book that was on the free table today was 2,715 one-line quotations for speakers writers and uh, i can't read that last word what the hell is that reconnoiters I don't know, I can't read it. The way they wrote the script, it's kind of faded on the cover. So I'm going to introduce a new segment where I read a quote every day. Yes, how exciting. I'm going to read a quote every day and then maybe come up with an interpretation of what that quote says. So today's, uh, it looks like it's written in groups. You know, then the group that we're going to be working on right now is called Ability. Everything for the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. next seven quotes will be about ability, and then we're going to move on to acceptance. How exciting is that? I don't think it gets more exciting than that. So I'm going to give the quote, tell you who it's by, and then I'm going to give you my interpretation of it, how I look at it. How exciting is that? Today's quote is, Anything you're good at contributes to happiness. By Burt Uh, Bertrand Russell, I don't know who Bertrand Russell is, but somebody thought he was pretty good, so anything you're good at contributes to happiness, anything you're good at contributes to happiness, now the way I look at that is, I assume that, you know, there are some things that we do that are good, that, you know, and the reason why we're good at them is because we spend time at doing those things, and you know, we enjoy doing those things, and that's what gives us happiness, but I'm sure there's quite a few things that we do, you know, that each one of us does that, it just, they do not make us happy, they just kind of piss us off, you know, so, you know, maybe people down in their luck, you know, forced into shitty-ass jobs, and they're super good at what they do, but they're stuck in a rut and can't get out of it, now they're good at those jobs, but that doesn't contribute to happiness, I don't understand that part, but... So I would have to say that, you know, uh, Bernard, or Bert, Bert, Bertrand, B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D, Bertrand, Russell. I'd have to say that he's full of shit on this particular quote, because I just don't see it, but in an idealistic world, I see where he's going with this. So anything you're good at contributes to happiness. Well, you know, what if you're, uh... A heroin addict and you're really good at injecting heroin in your veins, is it gonna make you happy? I don't know, maybe for a little while, but not for long. So, I don't know. I'd have to say, Mr. Russell, you're full of shit on this one. So that's what we're gonna go with. Tomorrow? Wait for it. It's gonna be a new quote. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day.
1: Hey there, Kingfish. It, it came out really great, actually. the the mic, Um, really clear, really, I mean, a lot better than just the phone, although, you know, I don't have a mic, actually, because I'm like, eh, you know, I don't really need something super professional, but, yeah, yeah, it came out, it came out really great. Um, Let's see, I like what you said about, um, you know people not liking everything i mean that certainly happened with me where i'll lis- I've, I'll listen to someone for a few episodes you know and be like uh eh, you know i don't i don't think so it doesn't quite <sighs> you know sometimes it's it's i mean it's so subjective so variable you know um hold on maybe i should go to another one man this one minute time limit is so not enough But basically what I'm trying to say is um, there are, I think, subjective factors at play. You know, it's not just, oh, I don't like the content or, "Eh, you know, I don't like the the flavor or the sound or the writing style. I mean, it, it can be those things, but I think you know, writing can have a tone, and people have a feeling, people have a vibe, and that comes through, even if you haven't met them in person. And, I don't know, it it either clicks or it doesn't, and it's, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I do enjoy audio dramas. Um, essentially, they're like watching shows for me. It's always like that, you know, it's just sound effects, and and talking but yeah definitely the ones where the voice actors are in the same room like those sound so so real and there's there's real emotion there whereas if they just record I think um, you know there is that the authenticity kind of gets lost as far as the interplay between characters so yeah absolutely you can you can you can hear it one of the animated series I liked um, called *The Clone Wars*. They had everyone in the same room, and that was that was pretty awesome. They insisted on doing it that way.
0: See, I need to go to sleep, but I, I didn't realize I had a bunch of call-ins. And absolutely, and I've known Vicky for years. By the way, if anybody goes to Hawaii, go visit Vicky. But anyway. I, yeah, I agree with, for, for Especially for someone like Vicky One minute is not enough Because Like example people like Vicky You ask Vicky a question She's going to think it through And she's going to tell you exactly why And she's going to break it down So you know exactly where she's coming from And that information is just So valuable sometimes You know And if she tells you that she feels something Strong about something It's because she actually does um, so the the thing with the mic, I, I thought that was great. That's, yeah, that's my Blue Yeti. I've had that for a while. It's just on the computer. I used it for uh, Skype and stuff like that. And I just hooked it back up and started using it. I hadn't used it for a long time. Because I didn't have a computer for a long time. Because the last one fried. And uh, Dell pissed me off. I called up and I, you know, I said to Dell, I said, uh, hey, you know, I need customer service, buddy. And the guy's like, what up, man? I hope you he you was know, Indian guy, right? I don't do a good Indian accent, but anyways, like I said, uh, hey, you know whatever. And he's like, oh, this is uh, Sam, you know. And I'm like, Sam. I said, uh, I said, come on, dude, what's your real name? I mean, come on, I know you're not Sam. Oh, my name is. I said, okay, Sam. Here's the deal. Fair enough. He couldn't pronounce my name, and I couldn't pronounce his name. And then he starts rattling off about all this, you know, if you buy these customer service extra package for service and get the two-year extended service package for $100, I will be able to throw in for this. And I said, dude, you know, just let's chill out on that. Let's just fix this thing that's going on right now. Then we'll talk about that. I mean, if we can't fix this thing that's going on now, what's the point? Computer was acting all screwy. And then he's, he's, okay. And then every 10 minutes, he was like, oh, you know, but if we sell this package, I'm like, dude, I don't want the package. After, like, I was on the phone with this guy for hours. By the way, he never got the thing working. And uh, by the time we were done, I told him, I said, you know, the last time he, you know, I'm like, dude, here's the deal. I said, I'm I'm a homeless guy, and I'm, I'm not homeless. I said, I'm a homeless guy. I'm living underneath an overpass. I just want to be able to get the internet from the Burger King across the street, because I want to be able to watch my porno in my cardboard box, because my life is totally depressing and I'm sad, okay, so can we, you know, can we stop trying to sell me shit, because I don't have any money anyway, I do have money, but I just told him that, I said, I don't want to, you know, I said, you're making me feel bad, you know, I just want to watch my porno, okay, and, which, I don't watch porn told him that. I was, I was trying to be an ass and I was being sarcastic. And the guy goes like, I am so sorry. That's terrible. I will help you and I will get your computer running so you can watch internet porn from the Burger King. And I was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. The guy took me seriously. He doesn't understand sarcasm. I couldn't believe it. I was just totally in shock. You know what? I don't trust people that don't get sarcasm. No matter how friendly they are. That dude was pretty friendly. But you know what? My computer never ran. So you know what I say? Screw Dell. I'll never go to Dell again because of who they, you know, they, they don't have. Their reps are in India. What the hell? And they just read a script. I don't want a script. I want a guy who actually knows how to fix my computer. So, anyway, I got pissed off, yanked the computer out, threw it in the garage, went and got a new one. I'll never buy another Dell computer. Dell can kiss my ass. I will never buy another Dell computer. Ever, ever, ever. Evil bastards. So, in fact, I wish I could talk to Michael Dell and say, What is wrong with you, man? So, anyway. That's all I got. I gotta go to bed. Peace out. Oh, and by the way, Vicky, everything you say is spot on. I love it.
2: Hey King, I just got around to listening to your message. Uh, I was really ill on Sunday, Monday, a little bit of Tuesday anyway. Uh, Let's just say violently ill. What you're going to do, or maybe I need to do it. Wait, do I need to do it? Uh, Someone needs to email support at anchor.fm and request that I be unblocked. Now, I'm not sure if it's me, that needs to do it or you that needs to do it. Maybe you can do it and then let me know. Uh, I hope this goes through to you. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. (laughs) Oh dear. Oh boy. Yeah, I think that's what you need to do because I think someone else asked about this a long time ago. They accidentally blocked someone. So, oops. (laughs) Alrighty, I hope this gets through to you. Happy Thursday.
0: Hey, Sarah, I got it all straightened out. In fact, all the things that you had sent me that I didn't see got resent to me, and Sarah is back. I was, I feel really bad about it. I didn't, I was, I was hoping, and you didn't even know about it. That's the funny thing. I was so concerned. I was like, oh my god, I hope she doesn't think I blocked her. So I was like, oh, I was stressing out over that. You know, because I'm very sensitive to other people. I'm sure everybody can feel that I know, now, but yeah, I didn't want that. So, anyway, everything's all straight out. Glad to hear you're feeling better. Uh, it sucks being sick. But, uh, yeah, that's the life, I guess. So, alright, I hope you're doing better and glad you're back.
1: Hey there Kingfish, it's Jen here from Boss Vogue Philosophy, I just came across your station and I just had to call in and say, well I just wanted to say hi and introduce myself and I just love the blurb so much, it made me laugh, (laughs) I've not even listened to the station yet, but I just thought that was the best blurb ever,
2: Uh, I hope you're having an amazing day and yeah, get to speak to you soon, have a great one.
0: You know, that's the kind of stuff that makes us fun. Wow. I love this. Thank you so much, Boss Babe. Ooh, it sounds naughty when I say it like that. Ooh, Boss Babe. Ooh, don't tell my wife. No, anyway, thank you so much for calling. That was really nice. It's nice to hear that. Yeah, that's the nice thing I like about this anchor. The fact that you know you're not yelling into a dark room. The fact that you know that people can hear you. ...and they're responding to you... ...and they're responding in their own time... ...and you're talking to people all over the world... ...not just the people that you that are in your circle... ...the people that you're surrounded by... ...you know, these audio apps and these phones... ...and the way things are... ...I mean, like... ...you know, I have a dear friend in Australia now... ...he's wacky... ...but I have a friend in Australia... ...you know, I have a friend in Florida she's completely crazy but, and then I have you know, I have my friend Sarah and then in in uh, Vegas, I got I got my friend Vicky in, in Hawaii you know, and I got I got, and I listen to like Paul Mahoney, I'm probably not saying your last name right, Paul, but Paul's in Ireland, I mean, I listen to Bernie I mean, my god, it's like I can listen to this guy and he's on Austria, and he's in Ireland it's, and it's, in the things that the people are talking about, no matter where they're at in the world, it's so relevant, you know, and it, it's so enlightening, and it's so refreshing to hear the views of others from all over the world, and all these different places, that it's just amazing to me, and then when you get, you know, when you get people telling you, hey, you know, I listen to you, and I like you, whatever, it's like, yeah, it's kind of a, you know, it's, kind of a validation, you know, it's like saying, hey, that's cool, you know, you liked what I had to say, or it hit a nerve, or, or it just, or it just struck a tone, something about it, and, and, and that's cool, I mean, I just really love it, and there's you know, there's, and then I get to hear, because I'm more of a content listener than I am a producer, I listen to, uh, a lot of shows, and sometimes they'll say things that are just like, wow I didn't see that or I didn't do it and the nice thing about stuff like this, the nice thing about it is, is it's like, an example I'm trying to, i okay, Paul Mahoney, I can listen to Paul and he's sitting at his kitchen table arguing with his daughter, Grace about, you know, that he didn't buy the right yogurt, you know and then, and then he goes into a you know, you'll do a soundscape of walking through the field with the horses, which which by the way I absolutely loved. And and but, but the the thing is is that I'm not gonna hear that anywhere else. Because if it was, you know, corporate radio, it would be some BS about Beyonce or or Britney Spears. I don't care about those people. I care about I care about real live people, I care about the people on my level, I care about the people that are looking at looking through their eyes at life and explaining what they're seeing and doing and sharing the sounds that are around them. And that is where it's at. It just doesn't get any better than that. I mean when you when you when you look at life, you know, when you when you open your eyes to what's around you and you and you Let's say you buy a Prius or something. You know, something hippie. The next thing you know, all you're going to see is damn Priuses. They're everywhere. Same with Mustangs. I drive a Mustang. Damn things everywhere. But they were always everywhere. It's just that you didn't notice it. You know, when you start thinking along those lines and opening your eyes to the possibilities of the world, it's shocking at what you can see. Things are always there. It's just sometimes we don't see them. Miracles happen every day. Small, large. The miracle isn't the miracle in itself. The miracle is did you notice it? That's where the miracle lies. Have a beautiful day. Peace out. Alright. Just woke up. Slept in a little bit. We got stuck at the terminal. The load wasn't ready. So I got a team right in front of me like four hours going to the same place. I got another team right on my ass about three hours behind me. Like I said, those guys behind me are really fast. They don't stop for nothing. So I got to make sure I get out there. 2 11 for gas in Missouri. $2.11. That's crazy. Anyway, those guys are right on my ass behind me. I got to pass the guys that left out before me. First one in gets a load home, second one gets a load to Denver, and the third one probably goes to the hotel. It's not absolute, but it's likely to happen. It's, it, things run, when the holidays hit it, things get a little screwy as far as freight goes, so you really can't count on it. Anything can happen. But I need to get in there before those guys. The quicker I get in there, the better off I'm going to be anyway it is a blistering what is the temperature here it is a blistering 34 degrees oh my god it's like a heat wave. well after the 10 degrees this morning in Chicago and the sub-zero temperatures in Wisconsin oh it was so cold you can see the steam coming off Lake Michigan it was awesome so anyway that's what we got going on right now we got a haul ass we're in Missouri we're at the 129 mile marker I think it's who run Lebanon area and we got a bus ass you know he who in haste time waste that's a good one huh I know you're all looking forward to the quote of the day tomorrow but you're going to have to wait till tomorrow for the quote of the day every day that I post I'm going to do the quote of the day and then I'm going to give my interpretation of the quote that's the plan I think it'll be fun There's 2,715 quotes in there. I think that'll last us for a while. So what do we got? Yeah, we got like five or six years worth just right there. So the theme for this week is ability. The theme for the week is ability. That's what the book says. We're going to go through each and every quote. I know it's just... It's just beyond exciting, isn't it? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't have anything else to add. Other than it's cold. I got a long way to go and it's hard to drive after being off for a whole week. Once I was off for six whole months, I got laid off. I had a hard time getting back in the truck. You know, even though I know what I'm doing, I was kind of nervous. How crazy is that? So, yeah, I'll let y'all go. I'm going to go listen to some of your content. I got to catch up. Peace. Kingfish, Sherman here, the crazy agent. Thank you so much for the call-ins. Thank you for the engagement. Thanks for favoriting my station, Listen to any of my content. Looking forward to future engagements. Have yourself a fantastic now. Sherman's out. Hey, everybody. Yeah, you know. Thanks, Sherman. I really appreciate it. I really do like what you got to say. I like how you think out of the box. You know, if you guys are like trying to do something like like a log or a, a you know, like technical information, yeah, I'd go to Lean or it'd go to you know, Bernie. I mean, those people are really great for that stuff. But if you want to go for ways to think outside of the box and You know, just try something different. You know, and break the mold. I go to Sherman. He, uh... I don't know. He's just... He just seems to be looking at most of the angles. And he's looking at a lot of angles that people don't think about. That's who I'd go to. Of course, as for myself, I'm not looking for monetizing. Or anything like that. I just don't really care. I'm just having fun. You know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But if that—if you want to go that route, and you want to, you know, someone to, you know, talk to about it—that's thinking the way you're thinking. He's the guy to go to. That's who I would talk to. In fact, I'll probably have a few questions to ask in the future. But the way you look at it is, there are no bad questions. There's just unsatisfactory answers sometimes but I don't think you're gonna get that with him I think you're gonna get some good answers So I recommend it even though he talks so fast sometimes it's a workout for me and I highly suggest you don't put the thing on fast because if you put the thing on fast while Sherman's talking your iPhone will probably blow up at least your head will anyway because he just really, I mean I talk very slow He's just hammering that shit out. So sometimes I have to be like, what did he say? Because he's going so fast. I want to make sure I get it right. So I'll hit it, you know, I'll go back a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. That's one nice thing about this stuff. So anyway, hope all is well. Made Finally made it to Oklahoma just now. It is a whopping 36 degrees, which feels like a heat wave after that 10 this morning. And a zero below three the other day in Wisconsin. What can I say? Good times. You know, as you all know, I try to pick three songs to go with the theme of the call-in I got, or the group of call-ins. Now I just got the crazy Asian calling in. Do you know how hard it is to find three songs to symbolize the crazy Asian that don't sound some crazy 1940s racist bullshit? almost impossible so I had to get rid of the I had to take the Asian aspect out of the theme and just go with crazy anything else was a little I don't know, almost sounded degrading you know you have very hard Sherman, you have a very hard handle to try to match up with without sounding crazy myself but I think we did it I think I found three songs. that don't sound too nutty. But they're fun. Of course, we did it with Ozzy Osbourne. Crazy dream Crazy! Dude, I can't remember how it goes. Which is weird because I think I used to be a huge Ozzy fan. But I don't remember the words anymore. I could probably sing to the album if it was playing, but. I don't know if for some reason everybody turns the music up when I start singing. I think because it's that good. I sing that good. Everybody turns their players up. I've been taking singing lessons pretty soon. I'm going to have my singing instructor on here. Dr. Agostino. He's from France. And uh, I'm going to have him give me a lesson on the uh, and then, you know right here on the thing. And get my feedback from my lessons right away. I think it will be fun. Probably that will be coming up soon. I have to talk to Dr. Augustino about that. He's from France, so you know he's good. Talks in French all the time and shit. It's really neat. Have a good time with it. Yeah, it's only a couple hundred bucks. a month for lessons. Well, what can I say? I already got the good looks. I might as well get the singing voice to go with it. I can't just sit around at parties with a guitar and not play it like I've been doing the last few years. You know, it just doesn't, you know, you gotta you gotta own up to this once in a while. You know, so here's what you do. You hang out at a party with a guitar. And then you just tell the drunk chicks that, you know, that, that the guitar is broken. Works every time. See? Thinking outside the box. Alright, gotta go.
1: And hey, Kingfish just uh saw you got that unsta the station unblocked, man. Hope the uh the tip I gave help, man, support did a good job. Anyway, man, hope you have a happy new year and uh, a safe one for sure. Definitely checking you out and uh with your stations looking good and uh yeah, I cleaned those Legos up and I washed I washed the car for you. I know you were having a little scratch, I had to buff that scratch out. So let me know if you gotta do any more house chores. Anyway, man, keep up the great work.
0: You know, it's always good to hear a KT. yeah, here's the deal. I, uh, yeah, your tip helped me out a lot because I couldn't figure out how to do it from the app. There was just no way to do it. So rather than you know messing around on the phone, I waited till I got home. That's what took me so long. I waited till I got home and then I knocked it out, and then they sent me a canned message saying that it was the holidays and they would get to everything. And then the next, within a couple of hours, they had it all done. So if I was home, I could have, you know, I could have followed what you said right away and contacted them. But I wasn't home, so I had to wait. You know, and then I waited a couple of days. But the nice thing about it was, as soon as they unblocked me, they had let all the call-in stuff that that um, that had been that had happened, to come through. So I didn't lose anything. I just got it all at once. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know and then so so it all worked Ugh. fucking cops fucking cops can't even merge stupid assholes you know look over your shoulder buddy they put me in an awkward position because I can only go 63 miles an hour sorry about that anyway oh now you want to speed up when you see me try to run into you it's people have no respect anyway the uh it's a holiday just gonna watch out for drones, so yeah it really helped me out i really appreciate that because i was going nuts looking on the app trying to figure out how to do it and i'm like no there's just got to be a way to do it from the app you know my biggest concern was that sarah would think that i had blocked her on purpose and i hadn't done that you know if she pours she doesn't she's not pouring water all the time so I might have had to do it if she kept pouring water all the time. Yeah, yeah. One time I told her that, she got back at me by walking into the bathroom, turning the bathroom on full blast, and recording the water flowing. Which was, I was just like, "Ah, you're kidding me." You know how hard it is to park this. You know, you when you hear the water flow thing, you know, it makes you want to, you know, go to the restroom. And I was like, "You're killing me, Sarah." But I gotta admit, that was such a, that was such a snarky comeback to my rant about her pouring water, that it was it was just perfect. I was so proud of her. Yeah, you know, those kind of snarkiness moments are just awesome. I'm just kind of rambling, I'm kind of burned out. I'm off my schedule all week because I was home. So instead of getting up at three or four in the afternoon, I was getting up at seven or eight in the morning. Now I gotta try to get back on schedule and sleep in and drive in late. I'll probably have to pull over and take a nap tonight. I haven't done that in a long time. But it's better to pull over and take a nap than to do something stupid that you'll regret the rest of your life. A few moments of reflection can save you a lot of trouble later on in life. That's the way I look at it, anyway. Oh, there's another art mover. Gotta really watch out for these people with the U hauls, the trailers. Also, awesome. I haven't been driving for very long. You can always tell them when they when they got their driving gloves on with the fingers cut on the end. That you, that's when you know they're a new driver or they drive like shit. Something about those gloves. I don't know what it is. They think if they buy these gloves, it's going to make them a good driver. I don't think so. I don't know. It's really bizarre. If you drive with drivers with fingerless driving gloves my question is why 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 would you do that you're silly we're laughing at you why are you doing this that's all I'm saying alright I shall say adios because I'm almost at my limit got some big plans for 2018 big plans and I'm going to include Mr. Kevin touching it so he can do all the work so I'll come up with the ideas that you do the work Oh, bumpity 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 awesomeness okay Christmas update every year I give my mother-in-law the most inappropriate gift I could find something really stupid and then I act like it's the greatest thing on the planet it's gotten to the point now where I hand her a Christmas package she's Excited to see what it is and also quite nervous As in oh shit, what did he get me this year? What the hell am I gonna do? Because I always act like it's the greatest thing in the world no matter what it is. Last year was a rubber chicken The year before that it was a Gene Simmons kiss doll action figure Gene Simmons action figure It's my mother-in-law. She's 70 something years old the year before that, it was a clock that runs backwards. You have know, an actual dial, the face, and a whole bit that goes backwards. Uh, let's see, what did we do? Oh, be- the year before that, it was a. Uh, what was it? Oh, a flask. It's like I want. It's like, I think it was like a gallon sized flask, metallic flask, but it was about the size of a gallon. That's what I get her. I go to, usually go to American Science and Surplus. You can look it up on the web, American Science and Surplus, and buy her gift. Always find something goofy. Every year I find something goofy. The flask is pretty good. She always looks at me like I'm nutty. So this year, it was a Roman Centurion helmet. You know, the Roman helmet and the big red flume thing on the top, kind of like Marty the Martian from the Bugs Bunny commercials. It was a helmet just like that. Real helmet. Looked, you know, you can actually put it on. It's even got a little hat band and everything on the inside. It's really nice. They sell them, uh, ironically, they sell them at the truck stop. Why do they sell them at the truck stop? Hell, I don't, because truck drivers buy stupid shit. That's why they sell them at the truck stop. Well, at this particular truck stop, every time I get a gallon of fuel, I get four cents credit. I buy like 200 gallons a day, roughly 150 to 200 gallons a day of fuel. So that stuff adds up. I have like $500 in that card. Yeah, it doesn't take much to add up. You can buy whatever you can in the truck stop. So they had the helmets on sale for $79.99. It's not going to cost me anything. Just those stupid points. I just look at the points, it's just free money. So I got her the helmet put it in the box and gave it to her she opened it up she's like oh my god what am i gonna do with this and you know she, and she's so polite it's unbelievable she can't just say you know you're an idiot why did you buy me this?" she's like oh thank you so much yeah i may put this um you know maybe you should hold this for me oh no no judy it'll look great on your shelf." <laughs> you know it's just driving just acting like it's the best thing in the world So anyway, I had her put it on, she put it on, and uh, when she put it on, I took a picture with her phone, and I put it on her Facebook, yes, now this is the best part, I put the picture of my mother-in-law on her Facebook from, from her phone. And then immediately went down into the comments section and wrote, Merry Christmas Marlene and Carol. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Those are her two friends. So immediately I tagged them in this photo so they gotta come look at it. Then they look at it and they're like, oh my gosh, how many drinks did you put in Judy? Oh, Charlie, are you You messing with me? I mean, I know it sounds goofy. But it's been going, you know, it's been going like that. Always gotta mess with my mother-in-law. I'll tell you what happened in a minute when she moved into the new place. Always gotta mess with her. Always gotta find something unique. So that's what we did. We went and I put my mother-in-law. And it's a cheering helmet. Now keep in mind, in hindsight, in hindsight, I didn't realize this until today. Maybe that wasn't a very appropriate Christmas gift. Considering the whole, you know, Roman thing and the cross and Pontius Pilate and all that. But honestly, I didn't think about that at all. So, maybe I should think about these things a little bit. Okay. Here's what happened. My mother-in-law moved closer by us. We wanted to keep an eye on her. You know, keeps the wife happy, she can check on her mom. It's a good deal. So, mother-in-law, we move her into this, you know, apartment building. I may have talked about this before, I don't remember. And it's not like a assisted facility place, it's just senior housing, it's just a senior building. You know, you just have to be 55 or older to rent there. So anyway, here's what happens. This is classic. All the old ladies are outside, watching us move in. Yeah, they're pretending like they're out there enjoying the sun, which is just dull BS. They're out there scoping out the new chick moving in. That's what it's all about. They all do it. It's funny. They know they do it. They'll admit it. Some really nice ladies over there. Really intelligent. It's mostly women. Any guy that moves over there is... Psh, you're in trouble, buddy. because You're outnumbered. So anyway, here's what happens. So as I'm walking in, I'm coming out, you know, and I don't have anything in my hands. The lady says, Mary uh, Marianne, she says, hey, what's she like? And I, in hushed tones, I said, she's a drug addict. in like, mind my, my mother-in-law is like Ozzie Nelson. I mean, she's like, like the most innocent person you could imagine in the entire world. But I figured what the heck why not go with it and they're like really and I said yeah I said, that's why we're moving her down here so we can keep an eye on her she does a lot of methamphetamines and drinks a lot and they're like oh my god no and I said yeah but we think we got her off the stuff now but that's why we're you know we're a little concerned about that bar up the block but other than that I think we're gonna be okay if she drinks too much, can you guys give us a call? We'll be right over. Hopefully she'll stop trying to bring strange men home. And they're like, Oh my god, no she doesn't. And I said, It's terrible. A woman at that age doing that. Oh, it's just horrible. I said, shh, but don't say anything to anybody. I want to keep this a secret. Now keep in mind, I'm telling this to like six women. <laughs> yeah, you think they're going to keep that a secret oh my god they couldn't hold that back they rushed out of there so anyway that's what happened and I laid it on really thick for like a couple of minutes and then uh, about a month or two later you know my mother-in-law came over and she goes you're in trouble I said I don't know what are you talking about what did I do and I have no idea what she's talking about because I had forgotten all about this. She goes, you know, I wondered why nobody talked to me the first month or two I moved into that place. I said, what, what do you mean? I don't understand. What it it got to do with me? Because I had forgot about this. She goes, the ladies told me what you said to them. And oh my God, they were all afraid to talk to me for like two months. <laughs> she goes, I'm going to get you back for that. And i said okay it's all in fun you know but uh good times good times then my niece was over about a month later and i woke her up at like five in the morning and i said let's go to breakfast and she's like i don't want to go to breakfast uncle kingfish it's five in the morning she's a college student time i said come on your grandmother's waiting for us to go you're gonna break her heart if we don't go to breakfast. It's, she's been really looking forward to this. That's all she talked about. Then Nicole's like, okay. Then we went over to my mother-in-law's, and I knocked on the door. And she goes, "Who is it?" I go, "It's Kingfish and Nicole." And she said, "It's too early." And I said, "I said Nicole's here, and all she's been talking about is going to breakfast with you, and how, you know, it'll it'll break her little heart if you don't go with us." And she goes, "Oh, okay." When I said that, Nicole looked over at me and she goes, You were the worst son in law ever. Uncle Kingfish, if I ever have a son in law like you, I will disown my daughter. And I thought, My job is done. And then we went to breakfast and had a great time. Those are the moments in life. The irony of it all is just hilarious. Okay, five seconds left. Peace out.